I tell them all the time, all the time. I still ain't figured this out. I'm in it for the long run. I still ain't figured this out, man. She says she got the hands. I still ain't figured this out. He said he got the cues. I still ain't figured this out, man. And welcome to another episode of the Crappy Awesome Podcast. It's your host, Kill C. Ray. Platformcollection.com is where you guys will find us. Please go there, support the artist and the movement that we support. That's how you support us. Thank you so much for supporting the shows over these last few weeks. Man, first of all, thank you all for supporting us just during COVID. Uh oh, remix. Um, that shit was hard for a lot of people, and you guys did a lot of cool shit for us as fans and supporters. So, um, it's not like COVID is gone, but hope, hopefully there's some light coming at the end of the tunnel. We'll see. Um, but so far you guys have held us down and we've been able to thrive through it. So thank you for supporting platform collection. Thank you for supporting Tumex TV. Um, you can catch my other show, Tumex cinema every other Wednesday with Parker Edison over on Tumex TV on YouTube or Twitch. Um, and then you can also catch my other, other show, Chrissy's the internet, the greatest internet show of all time. Um, with my host, it's Mike Mackey and the producer with the most OG hip hop, Eddie Sunday, 7 PM, uh, right here on platform collection. Um, all our streaming sites, platform collection on YouTube, platform collection on Instagram, go there. Uh, we got a big year coming. Um, and it's going to be really dope. Uh, thank you guys for tuning into the last episodes. Um, that pause one, one, right? That was dope. That was dope. He's a honest, super honest dude. Um, like I said, he's one of the guys I feel like, uh, I really trust in the industry. He's always telling the truth. Um, but this week, man, I'm super excited. Uh, as you guys know, cause you've downloaded this or you've played it from Spotify, um, Gene Flow, my homie, um, my bro, bro, uh, what up, what up, what up, producer extraordinaire, uh, he's part-time gamer, part-time streamer, part-time, uh, vibe creator. Um, what else do you do? You do a lot of other stuff, mixer, masterer. Full-time uh, liver of life. Full-time liver of life. Gene Flo, also host of a popular show over our platform collection. You're supposed to say it right there. Talking shop. <laughs> Talking shop. I missed my cue on that you missed, That's cool. That's cool. He's new to the internet, but he's not new to us, and he's not new to the world of music. Um, Dude, you've had a crazy year. Yes, blessed, blessed, blessed. Super blessed. Yeah, man. Um, So... Full transparency, we're friends. We've been friends for a while. Um, oh, I say while, but it really hasn't been that long. It feels like a really long time. It feels like a re- I don't know if that's COVID, good or bad. COVID has made a lot of my relationships feel, feel like a really long time. Because really? I've been spending more time with said people. Yeah, you know yeah. I mean? You're getting in enough time with with people yeah. to, to like learn about them. Yeah, so um, let me see. I met you. Do you remember when we met? Well, I know we met at Hip Hop Wins, but... Do you remember twenty year? Either late twenty eighteen or early twenty nineteen. Right. It's not been that long. Right. Okay. So um it was at and it was kind of like the beginnings of hip hop wins. For people who don't know, hip hop wins, uh created and founded by Kali, um out of out of originally out of 
is he Corona? Gardena. 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 Why did I say Corona? I should know You're better. Thirsty. You're thirsty. thirsty. That's what I am thirsty. <laughs> Gardena um, moved to San Diego, uh, became a transplant, and uh, helped found what is easily one of the meccas in hip hop for San Diego hip hop wins when it was able to be thrown. Um, but COVID kind of shut that all down. But that was a mecca. And over the last three years pre COVID, it was the place to be to find live hip hop. And a lot of artists that you've seen on this podcast are in platform collection. Um, two mix included frequented, uh, hip hop wins. It was kind of one of those things. If you knew, you knew, but towards the end, everybody seemed to know. So, um, that's where I met Gene Flow. Yes. Gene Flow, you showed up. Okay, so let's t- start the story of how you even showed up at Hip Hop Wins and why. And what, first, what were you doing one month before you showed up to Hip Hop Wins? What was your life like? So in 2018, yep. I moved back to San Diego from the Bay Area. Okay. I was in the Bay Area from 2000. We'll just say 2009 because I went up in 2008, came yep. back down for a quick second and bounce back again. So I'll just say from that point, 2009 until 2018, um, came back to San Diego uh, and was just trying to get back into the scene. Um, yeah. Just here in San Diego. Because in that time of being away, I didn't really kind of stay connected or know a lot of people that were kind of in the mix in San Diego. Like I followed a couple of homies who knew homies kind of thing, mm-hmm. um, but didn't really jump through the resources of the internet let's say right right um and i kind of was just staying local while i was in the bay and were you like were you pursuing at that time in your mind were you like i'm making i'm out here to make music and learn about music or were you just kind of going through the steps and still trying to figure out what you wanted to do are we asking for Bay Area? Or yeah, for the, the when you were in the Bay oh, Area, yeah, were you yeah, like, yeah. I'm all in already? Yeah, like, when I went to the Bay Area, yeah. I went out there to kind of uh, go to school. Mm-hmm. I went to audio engineering school thinking like that was going to be the route where I wanted to take it. Started interning at studios, like just getting my hands in the mix of like learning. I just went to learn mode. So I was like, I got to soak up game, soak up game, soak up game. I know yeah. so little. Um, did you know at that time how you could get a job doing that or was that still even kind of a mystery? Like what's how to flip that into like a career? Like what was the goal? What's crazy now, right? It's always uh-huh. like kind of a situation where like if you knew then what you know now. Kind of sure. Thing. So like now looking back at it, fuck, I didn't know what I wanted to do because now uh, I was like, okay. man, yeah, yeah. What are you doing, bro? Like focus on one thing. I like did this and I was like, no, I wanted to do this. And no, I wanted to do this. I wanted to go play. Like the, I went out to the Bay to thinking like, I'm going to get placements. I'm going to get my hands involved right. in this. So I started doing like beat battles, right. got into the beat battle scene, met producers through producers, met artists, shook hands, you know, did all this thing, networking, built the network. Um, and then, then I was like, okay, I liked, I always had the, the vision of, I was inspired by the rapper producer duo. Yeah. So I was always trying to work with one artist at a time. Like, okay, I want to get with this one artist. Who, who, who was like the early inspiration that like made you think you wanted to do that? The Gangstar stuff. Yeah. The, um, the one ta- of the best of all time. Talib and High Tech's work. Right. Um, so you were like, I, I want to duplicate something like that. Like the I Snoop have and a, Dre, even, right? You know, I want to have the relationship and build something together with somebody, right? Right. 
and uh, and you know we I I got my hands in some pots with some people you know and some worked out better than others, um, but it was just a, it was a it was a good good it, it was a good life. There's no I don't have anything looking negative at it. Yeah, it was all a lot of learning. Um, the school was dope. Had a cool network uh, opportunities. That's kind of how I got into the studio that I interned at through the school. So that was kind of a cool. Like you just met somebody, or like it was like a applied for a job, or there was a guy working at the school uh-huh. who was working at the studio, who was an engineer, full time engineer there, uh-huh. and kind of slash business manager yeah. of the studio. Yeah, um, and he just became a homie, or yeah, we were cl- we got close, we were homies, and then he's just like, hey, we're. Um, he made, I think he made an Instagram post, or maybe he reached out personally and was like, "Hey, do you do? Want, we're looking for interns." And I just kind of sent my resume yeah. in. So, in your and, mind, uh-huh. that, not to cut you off, but in your mind, are you like, um, "Oh, it's happening! This is how I've read it. It happens. Like, you get an internship, and then you work your way in the studio." And in a way, yes, I used to think that. For in sure. a way, I was like, "I need to get into the studio," um, and not in a like, "I'm going a me, me, me." Situation. Yeah, I've always kind of had this thing where it's like. I'm cool with me. Let's meet in the middle, right? Uh-huh. Let me give you, you give me, like, I don't look at it like, I'm going to take this opportunity and be advant- advantageous. Mm-hmm. You're like, I'm bringing genuine skills to the to the opportunity. I'm not like just showing up as a, no, like, I don't know anything. Right. Right. Right, right. Not the opportunist. That's I the can help, I can help build whatever I'm a part of. Right, right. Right. Mm-hmm. But, and it was, man, it was a great opportunity. Shout out to different first studios. If you're in the San Francisco Bay area, yeah, go holler at them. Um, but yeah, my guy Jorge brought me in and interned there for, I would say almost a year. Yeah. But during that time, again, looking back at who I was then and who I am now, I was like, man, I was all over the place mentally, emotionally, all this stuff. Right. So I could never like focus on the bigger picture i was so focused on like what was happening in the micro like that was so small right yeah that was affecting my mind in the bigger picture um and i kind of just like left there i kind of just like one day was like like, i just don't want to do it anymore well no because at that time uh i was deciding whether or not i wanted to stay in the bay or come back to san diego Uh uh-huh and i think i had made up my mind to come back to san diego and Instead of thinking it out more, probably. Not that I didn't regret coming back to San Diego, but how I kind of transitioned out of that internship. And I was just kind of like, all right, cool guys, I'm out. I'm going to go. I got to go to San Diego. But it was cool. <laughs> it wasn't like. Uh, but, but whoa, okay, but what was the thing that, that took you? Like, I mean, why though? Like, why were you just like, I'm, I'm done? It's hard to explain the person you used to be. Yeah, Does that makes sense. Sure. Right? Yeah. So but this like, is what we're here for. Thinking about that situation. Like, yeah. Uh, let's, it was fl- a, let's flush it out. It was a it was an old old relationship at the time. Got you. There you go. Okay, uh, that makes sense. I, there's a a bunch of guys just went. Uh, <laughs> right, because we all know. Yeah, it was that's older, some shit that can. So that was a two person discussion about like, okay, are we going to stay here? Are we going to go back to San Diego? Kind of thing. Or, right. And. Because you were both up there, yeah. Well, she she's she was from there, oh. so it was a matter of like, okay, do you want to go do something new, and then do I want to go back to San Diego, kind of thing. Had an opportunity presented itself for San Diego, or what, did it just seem like a fresh start? Um, 
I think it was a little both. And not really an opportunity as far as like job work or anything like that. It was yeah. just like an opportunity to like, hey, we saved up some money. This Do we want to put that money into something here or do we want to go and take that to move? And ultimately, what do you feel in retrospect from what you can garner now? Like what was the ultimate decision that said, fuck it, let's go? Um, I think I wanted to get cl- be close with like my family again. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I had been away from my That's family a big one. for a long time. Again, another, a bunch of people just went ah. Yeah, yeah. But then also, I was like, you know what? Let me. I took that also as like this will be a great opportunity for me to get back into San Diego and kind of discover what where what the climate of the scene is. Okay. Hip hop wise in San Diego, yeah, the culture. And because I was late, you know, I was late to a lot of stuff that was going on in San Diego. I mean, technically, I mean, technically, but you left, though. So it wasn't like you were here to take all those parts in that you might have missed. You know what I mean? Like you almost kind of checked out of um, local hip hop altogether. Yeah. You know, because you were you just weren't you weren't tied to one place at at one point. Right. But when you decided to tie yourself back to San Diego and um, we're going to divert a little bit here. Just really quick. Are you the only musical, quote unquote, musical person in your family? Yeah. Like from what you can determine, like nobody's like you said, like to sing and like, you know, at Christmas time or like where you could see little inklings of like, oh, OK, they might have. Mm, not my dad would always say when I was younger that he would, he had like drums and he would be in the car, like always kind of like playing the, there you drum. go. But yeah, musician, I, no, I, no, no, no. But know. I, yeah, I always try to figure out where like the essence of it comes mm-hmm. from. Right. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. Cause nobody in my family is like in entertainment or music, but I see where I got it from. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, definitely my dad, your dad's side. side. Okay. Yeah. Um, okay. So, Let's flash flash forward again. So now we're a month away before you go to Hip Hop Wins. You're kind of right. getting reestablished. So I moved back down. Uh huh. This was 2018. Yep. Getting kind of settled in, finding some work, paying the bills, yep. making music. And then at this time, I decided, you know what? What I'm going to do is dump a bunch of beats that I kind of had sitting on my computer. And uh-huh. every day, I'm going to just upload a beat. So, so that's kind of how I, for me... Got my wheels wet again to just kind of getting into you because you have to kind of put yourself in a mode creatively. To yeah, like, it's not a oh I'm going to do it today. And right, like, that never oh, works. No, no, like every day, right? Yeah. So that was my thing to kind of get me going. I I I'd wake up. I was working a graveyard shift at the time, so I'd like Ooh. go to work from midnight to eight a.m. That's that real indie rap life, right there, boy. Get off work at eight a.m. Go to the gym for. <laughs> I'd laugh them like 45 minutes to an hour. Like yeah. Not even that long. Right. Just a little bit. I'd probably run, play some hoops. Yeah. Do a little something. And then like it's the routine bounce. Right. Yeah. And then go home and then upload a beat. And I did that for, I was trying to do, you know, one every, every day for a year kind of thing. And when I was uploading my to, to um, with the idea yeah, to this, Oh, to distro kid yeah. to like actually just publish instrumentals, nothing for sale. Yet. No, no. Okay. Just putting shit out, right? This cool. was just instrumentals to pe- for people to vibe. To. And this whole time, because because uh, um, one of the things we like to do on the show is kind of like break these things down for like young artists who might be listening. Mm-hmm. So you're establishing yourself on DistroKid because that question comes up: Should I be on DistroKid? Should I should I do that? Should I just be on SoundCloud? Should I, you know? Mm-hmm. 
So you, you get on DistroKid and through DistroKid, you're learning about how things get distributed. Right. Right. And you're kind of seeing how the numbers kind of work and, you know, you're learning about links and resharing. And, and so you learn a lot from that process. Right. That people take for granted, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I, I know I took it for granted for a long time until I really thought about like, wow, just uploading music and experiencing that. That's why it's so important to release shit. Yeah. But don't um, get me wrong, like doing the Bandcamp thing, yep. the SoundCloud thing, that, that's, that helps. There's a whole yep. eyes on all of that. Yes. You know? So it's not just like, oh, I have to be on DistroKid or I have to be on TuneCord to put myself on the mass scale, right? right? People pop off on SoundCloud. Yeah. You know, uh, who, who was a watch? But I'm saying you just putting shit out period yeah you were learning like how how people i mean you learned about comments yeah right like people make comments and people say shit Mm -hmm. and so all of a sudden you're you're putting your toe into like the world of music Mm -hmm. as opposed to music being a like a personal thing for you um and as that starts happening how much like how much music are you putting out pre hip-hop wins how much is out there before you get to hip-hop wins well i had put projects out while i was in the bay yeah so i put one project the first project i put out all this on gene flow right at spotify gene flow and spotify yep. yeah the first uh except this first project i did that i'm, I'm talking about right now i put uh-huh. it was like via the internet it was like through some forum illmusic.com yeah um and I met this artist on there. It was like my first, this is really when I was first getting into it, really learning from like just forums and reading like share, people shared beats. I'm like, oh, this is dope. Let me try to recreate this, this and that. Anyway, yeah. I met this dude on there. We changed, exchanged, sent him beats. He recorded, sent it back. And boom, we had a project. And I printed that on CD. That was like in 2011. That isn't on Spotify or anything like that uh, under Gene Flow. But the first project that is there is the verbal image or verbal imagery. Uh huh. With my guy Golden Griffin, we put that out. That was just a Bandcamp thing, so I hadn't even gone. Again, this is not even Spotify yet or anything like that. So we just thought, okay, Bandcamp. We'll do the Bandcamp. Do the Bandcamp. Um, and then I put out my first kind of solo project called Current Events, yeah, which is also on um, Spotify, and that was also Bandcamp. Oh no, yeah, it's on Spotify now, but these were. Before previously released on just Bandcamp, so yeah. and I didn't know the the distribution. I thought I had to get like maybe a manager or an A and R or do the you know at that time it was like the, just get it. the blog game the was world. popping right, right? right. So it was like two, two dope boys, boys right a uh, hip hop DX right. So you had to get your stuff on like through that route. That's what I thought. Um, so I was just submitting, 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 and mm-hmm. again you know trial and error, trial and error. Uh, nothing fell through with those as far as like the, the, the blogs, but when I finally got started doing the three one a day beat thing, that's when I was like, you know what? Let me put these old uh, releases that I had that people don't even know about because at the time I just threw them up, and my promotion game was weak. You know, I didn't again at that time didn't have that idea like, wow, you have to do this full time. Yeah, I was working at a coffee warehouse, just packing coffee, right. And just go home. Like, oh, I'm going to upload this thing or share it on Bandcamp and then right. post it on Facebook. I don't even think I had Instagram then. Yeah, and I was just doing all these steps. I don't say I was doing anything wrong. What I was doing, it was just learning. Right. I was just doing right. it because I didn't have anybody that in my circle or my peers who were kind of doing what I was doing up there, out there. And so I was just doing it, man. I was just doing it. So well, a lot of the stuff that I know do now. It's that's why I say, man, I don't know if I'd be like. 
the best teacher because all I would tell someone is you just got to do it. Yeah. And yeah. end of lesson. <laughs> like end of, you know what I mean? Do you, um, okay, so are you at this time, how about like socially, are you finding anything in like the hip hop world in San Diego at that time? Yes. Like are you showing up to a few like concerts? Are you going to shows? So the first... The first thing I attended when I came back to San Diego was actually Hostel, uh, Cypher at the Hostel. Okay. Shout Which out. was an event um, in downtown San Diego, I believe. Yes. Right? Um, and uh, it was thrown by Parks and Rec, I believe. Parks and Rec, yep. 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 Tech and Low Key. Another really cool um, week, I believe it was weekly. It was a Monthly, monthly, I yeah, believe. a month, yeah. Um, a monthly event um, where you know people went and got open, and so that was the first thing you went to. Yeah, they, they, I went to just go check it out. Yeah, I just was like, okay, let me go see what's going on. You didn't take any music, nope. no nothing. You just were like, I want to see what this is. Yeah, were so you by I, yourself? I was by myself. Ooh, yeah. And I just rolled up in there, and then I ran into cats that I knew from back in the day. Yeah, you know what I mean, and. Immediately was like, okay, cool, comfortable. Like, this is obviously comfortable. This is, yeah. I'm, I'm home, you know? Um, See, I, I could have never done that. Checked out the scene. Yeah. And I was like, this is dope. I want to come back. And then, of course, you know, Tech and, and Loki are the homies. And it was kind of an open invite. Like, yeah, bro, bring, you want to do a set or bring some? They had an open mic hour, I think. Because they knew you produced at that time? Yeah. Yeah. And, um, I mean, I knew Loki from high school, so like he knew. And had early, you had early. you performed in front of people yet? Uh, By this time, no. beat wise, yeah, yeah, I did a couple beat battles in the Bay Area. Okay, um, and did yeah, did some sets there, uh, but yeah, then I brought a set to the hostel. Uh huh. And I don't know how this connects to like. The hip hop weds. I just kind of did that, and like I just want to know what you what you were doing no, before you right, got to right. I'm going to tie it like then after. So I was doing the hostile thing for uh-huh. a little bit, right? And doing that, still doing the the distro kid. I started still putting out beats, still putting out beats, still putting out beats, and then I got in contact. I think I saw uh, SD loves hip hop. Okay, on Instagram, which think- was uh, founded by uh, Nate Witzel. Who is now working over at uh, SD State of Mind? State of Mind and Hip Hop Wins. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's all connected. Yeah, and and he, I think someone shared a post he posted, or somehow I knew he was connected to Hip Hop. I think he was hosting maybe a night. I'm not. He was, yeah, I yeah. He, he was hosted doing, a few um, times. He was definitely on the flyers. The um, the um, the what was the freestyle night? The open mic night. Uh, elbow room, elbow room. So uh, it was a yeah. He was for, hosting before before Parker. I think I saw yeah. a post for elbow room, and it was like tonight or tomorrow nights. One of these things. Was like, he was a really good host too. Come come through, open my thing, yeah. and I saw a post, and I think I saw uh, his name or his Instagram tag. So I, I hit him. I was like, hey, um, what's the deal with this? Is it just open mic? Can I play beats? And he's like, yeah, come through. And oh shit, I showed up. So you showed up that night, and that so the, that was the first time you played at Hip Hop Wins. Was the first night you showed up? Yes. Okay. And yes. so you show up um, hella early, thinking like, okay, I can't because I think it was a sign up thing, right? So first was. come, first serve. So it I was, was like, I'm new. I don't know how this works. But yep. if he said like. I think they started at eight thirty or nine, or then I was there at like eight fifteen, just like right on. No one was at the bar. Like, did I come yeah. to the right place? You know, 
And yeah, I saw DJ Root come in. Yeah. I, I didn't know who he was at the time, but I was like, okay, he's the DJ. He's got the bag and everything. Um, and then I saw Nate, and he's like, yeah, man, should I sign up? And yeah, that was the rest is history, as they say. Yeah, and so it, it's I love I love those parts of the story, man, because I think it's cool before you before you step into like whatever becomes like your tribe or your collective of people or your friend group in new spots it's always interesting to see the perspective that you have prior, you know, as you're watching it and you're looking and you're learning, like showing up. It, it, it's, I, I'm, I'm glad you mentioned the fact that you showed up early because what, you know, unbeknownst to you at the time, what you were doing is helping create a culture at hip hop wins where all the new producers after the, after your guys early wave, like you, uh, um, who else was in that early wave with you guys? You, Carino, Carino. Um, all the um, the wind, Sea Wind Records, yeah, Sea Wind Records, right? Wait, after Fade. after they like like people who had really come in had great nights, had good sets. Um, they kind of set a standard at Hip Hop Wins where, dude, trust me, from from you guys on, people would show up super early. Mm-hmm. to sign up because they just kind of knew like, that's what you did. Like you respected the list. You got it. You can't just come in and crash. Right. Um, everybody had to sign up. And then you also knew that as you started to work your way up, you could get a later and later spot and you could start. Oh, and I might be able to step in for a guest set. Yeah. And I always feel like for hip hop wins, being able to do guest sets at any time was the sweet spot for a producer. Mm-hmm. Like that was the sweet spot. Like once you had gotten there, you pretty much leveled out at hip hop once because you could you had the run of the show. Like if any time there was a time for music, we needed music or the DJ wanted to take a break or whatever. Gene Flo became one of those guys. Like Carino was one of those guys. Mike Mackey eventually became one of those guys. Um, but you were the first. Hmm. You were the first one where bless, where bless. people went like where we were just like I think you just spoke up one time I re- I kind of remember we were just by the DJ booth fuck we need someone to play beats and you're like you need someone I got I got my shit and you just plugged in and then from that point on you, we you kind of became a go to and from that point on the guest spot became a thing I just wanted to play beats man I, I just know wanted to show up but you were and- also there I mean timing is everything. Mm-hmm placement is everything like where you're at are you at are you when you hear the opportunity do you say anything or do you just stay quiet mm-hmm. and you mackie the same way mac mackie didn't stay quiet right. he saw the opportunity and he's like oh shit you need in fact i think mike mackie pretty much stood around with his shit mm-hmm. just waiting in case something might happen and to this day he still does that but that's what i'm saying like I think it's good for a young artist to understand like sometimes it, it takes you doing that instead of what some people could do is come into a venue and act like they know, mm-hmm. right? Because they feel like this is the way to make everyone else feel comfortable is I just pretend like I'm one of the things here and go at it. And that's not always the way to do it. What, you know was, what, really, I mean? what was really dope about kind of just showing up to that elbow room and getting acquainted with everybody in the scene, right, was that the more and more you kind of showed face and you, you signed up and you just showed and you put in the yep. work, 
then you were getting noticed. You were eventually getting invited to play Donuts, which was another night that yeah. they had. All producers. All producers, but yeah. it was like an invite, kind of like yeah. a set list. It was so, booked producers. Yeah, yeah, like that was super dope. Yeah. Um, so kind of... It, there was graduated levels. Right, right, right. And right. you can see them. Right. And that, that that's to the credit of Kali. I think Kali um, saw early on that issue in the scene or lack thereof, right? Mm-hmm. Of the inability, like if you, like before Kali, if you went and did show somewhere, it didn't actually mean anything at the end. Mm-hmm. You know, you might get seen by somebody, possibly that might be a cool opportunity. Mm-hmm. Maybe the promoter might book you again because you did good. But at Hip Hop Wins, there was like a point to it. Like you could show up to Elbow Room, it was an open open mic. Mm-hmm. If you did really good there, you could get invited to one of the other nights and get booked on that night as an artist and do a full set. Because right. Elbow Room was only five minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, ten minutes for producers. Uh, uh, and then you could get booked from there. And then from there, you could even get booked to the bigger shows when the headliners would come in. Mm-hmm. You could get scooped up to open up for that. Or then when we had um, the festivals. Right. That was a real... I was going to get to that. Because yeah. that... It was literally kind of like fell into play like the the snowball got yep. pushed at elbow room with the open mics right yep. and then it got bigger and bigger and bigger you got your set and then just again the the hip hop weds funnel and just showing love showing out you know yep. supporting everything yeah you got to showing up per- perform <laughs> at thought fest yeah right with Ooh. next to some of the biggest names in this culture you know what yeah, i mean so period yeah that was some of the, that was a really great opportunity. And then it just keeps going. Mm-hmm. Like it, it, it keeps, but it, I think it's really cool that it was defined. Like there was a defi- a definitive way. I think we worked really hard at trying to do that as well. Like we tried to talk to every artist and like show them like, yo, if you do this, you can get this. And then you do this. And mm-hmm. because I think that part in the past, I don't know about you, but when I was coming up, like a lot of that shit was hidden. Like that was like put away, like only a few people knew what the steps were and they weren't sharing it with anybody, you know? Right. And that, well, that was the time referring back to like looking back at my Bay Area. Yeah. Yeah. I was in that mentality where it was like, oh, there's like a, not a locked code. Right. But a a way of, but somewhat, right? right. Somewhat of a lock code. Right. And if you didn't know someone who knew someone who knew someone kind of thing, it was like trial and it's Where is it? Whereas at Hip Hop Wins, you could come in. And just kill it, mm-hmm. and then you were you were you were like, okay, you do what you needed to do, and now just show up every day, show up all the time, support both for that. You will get everything you want for the MCs and producers. Yeah, like there was like kind of King of the Hill vibes in the way where like cats would come out and do like open mics or like have freestyle moments, yep. and it was like, yo, the same cats who came out, there was a vibe when they all came out at all once, right? Yeah, every, you know, yeah, and, that was a big deal, and. It was like, okay. It almost felt like a scheduled show when a lot of the same cats who would come that in. That was the beautiful thing, dude. I remember seeing you rock a set with Odessa Kane. It was Odessa Kane and Rick, right? Two, right. two, two guys who have put on amazing like after-hour shows mm-hmm. there mm-hmm. where you'll just see freestyle phenom type shit. Um, and you were freestyling your shit too. You were on your uh, – I think you were on your push. Yeah. Um, but I, I would see – Things like that would pop up and they would always pop up after the last act performed or the last open mic. Mm-hmm. 
And then there'd be a little bit of a DJ and you'd see a quick scramble like Kali or me or somebody would scramble to find a producer, right? Like who's got, who's got their shit. Mm -hmm. And more than a few times you were that guy. And then what would happen would almost be like the part two show. Right. Like now here's a whole new show. Like after the party, it was the after party. Yeah. Yeah. Remember Rick and, um, I remember one of, dude, still one of my funnest night. We talk about this. We reference it all the time, but one night me, you and Jamal Kersey was DJing that night. And, um, I think I was just playing a little sampler. Jamal was scratching. You were playing beats. You were were mixing like the song he was playing with the volume. Yes, I was playing like the drums, and he was scratching the song that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, it was so it was so fucking dope. Mm -hmm. Um, and I thought that was like that's really cool that things like that would happen there. But again, just credit to that community. But you okay? So you start now. You're in the community. Mm -hmm. Um, we could say the rest is history, but. For anybody who doesn't know, what what happened was you work your way through that those levels that we talked about, mm-hmm. right? You got on donuts. Were you were you on the SD? What's it? What was it? The the festival? I you don't played? Recall? I don't believe so. I thought you played at one of the S like the nineteen oh four days. I think you did. I'm almost certain you did. Perhaps. Um, and then you played Thought Fest. Yes. Right. Yeah. Um. Uh, the Happiness of Pursuit Festival founded by 60 East. And that's crazy because it's like this route, San Diego, San Diego, San Diego. And then like this big payoff is in San Bernardino, right? Was it San Bernardino? No, it was in Oxnard. No, 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 no. no, no, no. (laughs) Why do we keep saying that? Uh, It's going to come to me. uh, Is is it the IE? It's not the IE though, right? Yeah, it's literally 60 East. We're from San Diego, so we don't fucking... But it'll come to me right now. Um, But yeah, it's out of the city and it's legitimately one of the, you know, most buzzed about festivals for indie hip hop. And that's a crazy, that's a crazy leap, right? Like literally from hip hop wins, by the way, was mostly thrown at a place called Bar Dynamite, which isn't, is it not there anymore? Is it, they closed it, right? Uh, I I think it might, I don't know if it survived um, COVID, but. Top Fest is in Ontario, by the way. Oh, Ontario, there you go. Just came. Cool, nice. Um, And yeah, and so it used to go there and that was probably maybe a 400 person cap, right? Mm. And then you go to Thought Fest and it, you know, you're like 5,000 people cap, you know, some (laughs) shit like, you know, it's crazy. That's, yeah, that's crazy. Okay, so you work your way through that. um, And then as you're doing that, you're simultaneously then starting to work with other artists in the community mm-hmm. and start placing beats. Yes. What's your, what, what has been your approach? What is your approach now when you're working with artists? Like how does it organic? Does is it organic? What, what do you look for? You I, know mean, what I mean, I, I mean, it's kind of split. I did. I've done a lot of work where I would just kind of like email beats uh-huh. and then get the song back where there's like a artist who is like, kind of has their home studio they like to work on them by themselves they'll record and then they'll like send it back other times i work with artists who don't necessarily have the the tools to uh-huh. say like work on their own at home so like i like doing that where artists can come through sit down we work on it together in the same same room same yeah. time kind of thing um and just kind of build organically like that because it's it's cool to have a, the share the vibe 
yeah. while it's being created. Yeah. Um, but I don't mind if I send beats and like get the song back. Like that's yeah. Cool. It's just not it doesn't bother you. No. Yeah. It's are cool you more to- about like the end product? Is that what you're like? You're just trying to get to the I want a complete song that I'm proud of. I don't care how we get there. Yes and no. Yeah. Like I don't pay too much. I used to think about like the producer side where people mm-hmm. would always be like, oh, is he using loops? Is he playing it out? Or is he sampling? Is he is he is this his own his own thing? Um, but I don't think about that on that side anymore. Yeah. And as far as the artist goes, I I kind of play producer and engineer just by default, by like default. going to school and like all a that lot stuff. of producers. So yeah. Have this like ear, you know. Uh-huh. So if there's something that I it's not like a oh I don't like it or what it's just the kind of like you said it feels out like, of place to backpack on say, to say yes without explaining to the question is like yeah. do I want the end product yes but throughout the process I like to I'll, I'll give my feedback but I, as far as what the artist is saying or how the artist wants to be uh, portray their their yeah. side of the art I kind of let them flow you know and but like at the same time put a little bit of bumper on like okay well. Let's do that. Or when they after they record and I go to mix, if I'm doing the mixing, I'll you know do some edits here and there. That send it back to them. How do you like it? Kind of stuff like that. But just open communication. Yeah. Um, throughout the process, whether it's through email or live in session. Um, at this point, right now, where you're at, how are you working, and how do you prefer to work? Um, like, are you like I'm only I'm not I'm not working with a lot of artists right now i'm working with a lot of artists i'm i'm not really yeah. i'm kind of falling out i used to be heavy and like artist artist only yeah. right i didn't get into like the online beat selling game i didn't wasn't interested in like posting stuff um i was a studio rat you know i like making songs i like making yeah know, hits but like songs you know yeah. what i mean um so today i still kind of hold on to that where I'm like, there's a few artists where I'll go and I'll reach out to. Yeah. Be like, hey, I really am inspired. Like, let's work. Like some bucket list shit. Yeah. But yeah. there's also cats who hit me up still and be like, hey, what's up with some beats? And, you know, it really just, it's a, it's a it's relationship. It's a relationship thing. You know yeah. what I mean? If I don't personally like know you. Yeah. And you're just hitting me on the DM because you heard a song I did or someone shared something and you're Ooh. like, I want beats. Bars. Probably not going to get a response. Just on principle you yeah. know what i mean like because i also i mean again it's not a oh i'm better than or this or that but it's also like i went through the ropes i did the learn lessons i did the hey what's up thinking like i can just say like hey let's work right nate witzel actually shout out to nate witzel he had said something that still sticks with me and was like there's a lot of cats who come up to you and say let's build yeah. right and then yeah. his response was heard him say this, yeah. well let's build on what on my foundation like it's a cool metaphor right, right. Like imagery like he's like on my foundation with yeah. my tools with my supplies like you want to that's that's, that's how you want, that's yeah no yeah, you're just yeah. coming over to like gotta use use right yeah so it's like if i brought my tool bag and like the wood or whatever and like the hammer all that right and be like hey let's build yeah look what i here's my yeah my home yeah you're listening to my beats you found my beats right because i've a lot of work came to this point before you found my beat Mm -hmm. so if you're just like now can i have that beat Uh of course you're is if you're asking that question and you're not considering any of the work prior to getting to that beat. You're just simply like, it makes sense for me now. Right. 
Right. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I only can imagine, bro. Like, I've never been a, a full-time producer, right? Like, yeah. I've never done that. So I can only imagine the stuff that you've gotten in your DMs. And, I'm, and I'm a nice guy. Like, yeah. I'm not a jerk about right, like, right, right. most. Uh, you know me. Like, you want to follow love, them. Share love, all this stuff, yeah. right? But, like, I'm also a guy who's put in a lot of work. Yeah, a lot of time, a lot of money invested in myself, yes. and again, it, I'm the last. The last thing to me is the money, right? right. But like, it's a fact, though, right? And it's it, important, sure. Yeah, but like also when someone comes at me, I'm not going to be the first thing I'm not going to say is, "Oh, hey, you want to be cool?" Bam, price tag. No, it's like uh, if you came to me like appropriately, right? Right. Um, then the response would be like, oh, hey, what's the project? What are you trying to get at? And I'm also, nowadays, I've been thinking about this recently. Uh-huh. And this is kind of like the first time I'm saying this like publicly. Yeah. But I'm really, if you're talking about like killing people or like pushing drugs, or yeah. I get it. We've had lives. We've pushed lives in the yeah. past, right? But that's you just don't want to do that. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't, it, it's cool if you want to, that's your story. Yeah. And I get it. Tell your story. But like, I like to just surround myself in some like cool vibes, yeah. energy, like yeah. talk uplift, talk about how you're like investing that money, maybe that you did push yeah. into the community. No, or I got like, you. You know what I mean? So, I got you. I, that, I think, you know what, I, as you're saying that, it's dawning on me how unfair it has been that rappers can say what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Right? Rapper, I, I say that. I don't rap about shit that I am only about shit that... That's positive to me. I don't really fuck with any other shit. I can do that. And no one says anything about that. With producers, it's almost like, no, nah, man, you got to make stuff for everybody. But right. that's bullshit. Right. Like, that's really bullshit. Mm-hmm. The fact is, you can make the way you were, you were even phrasing it. Like, I want my life to be a certain way. Yeah, man. And that shit's important. Right. You know what I mean? And if you don't protect that, it won't be like that. So a producer does have the choice to go like, yeah, you're super, super dope, and I could get a lot of plays with you or whatever, but the song you're going to create doesn't make me feel good. Right. And, I'm and also, so I don't want to do that. Right. And looking back at old stuff that I have created with artists, uh-huh. it's like, it's cool, and I like it for the beats that I made, right? But it's hard for me to relate to the actual right. content. And so you feel good. detached. A little bit. Yeah. And I so get that, I just want to wow. be a little bit more detached to my stuff now. More before. Like, before, I would just... I didn't necessarily... I. There was a part where I disconnected emotionally to the yeah. music and kind of got lost in like mm, placement for placement sakes and yeah. kind of just pushing. Right, the art side wasn't there. Right, right. And so now I'm like, you know what? Moving forward, and what's really helped is is the the podcast. Getting into the podcast. Yeah, the, we're going to talk about that for sure. The streaming. Yeah, has really kind of opened my eyes to a the community that has been pouring their support Amazing. right which is yeah. crazy because it's organic and i've yeah. stopped kind of like promoting only because i used to promote a set time and date yeah and now i'm just kind of doing them on tuesdays but they're they're i think i'm going to just make it again at like a, it's gonna be a late night show yeah so it'll be probably but two- it hasn't necessarily been that and it's still gotten the support right yeah. and, and the, the the community has been all love and ever since i've kind of triggered my mind to think a certain way and how I want things like I'm a big proponent on like the, the give and take ying and ying of yep. energy and just what you want yeah. put it out there favor for a favor as what no you, what James would say what you would get right yeah and um I just think since I've been tuning into that aspect of my mind and my life 
the return has been organic. Like I'm not out. I'm never out there. And like I said, this is the first time I've kind of said publicly, like, oh, I'm done with that, like negative vibes. But yeah, I've manifested it in a way where it's it's, it's filtered it. It's crazy how yeah. like you've. I mean, even you've helped me get to a point where it's like just be you. Yeah, but yeah. You don't have to be the. I used to think like I wanted to get into hip hop. And if people were talking about stuff in the streets, like that's hip hop and that's cool, which it is. Like it's all hip. Yeah. It's all culture. Everyone has, there's a lane. There's not yep. just one box of like, this is what it is. Yes. Um, that's but, the big lesson though, right? Mm-hmm. Learning that. Right. That it isn't, it is, it's universal at this point. Mm-hmm. And that's not a bad thing. Right. I think, I think if you have, because here's this dude, I talk about like the block mentality a lot because I used to have the block mentality. I used to have a mentality of where like I didn't dream past my block. Like it was about being whatever I wanted to be here, protecting the block, doing all that stuff. And I just realized like how much of the world that closed off to me. Right. You know what I mean? Like it just closed off the world in a way that um, left me out of conversations, mm-hmm. left me out of experiences. Mm-hmm. I'd feel, I'd feel, um, like I couldn't understand what was happening in certain situations. So I'd get frustrated and then I'd like hate on that situation. Right. Right. And these are things that I think, you know, if you're going through like any type of like self-improvement, you're going to, everyone's going to hit these marks. Right. There's nothing special about these marks. Everybody hits these marks in that way. You look back and you go like, man, I was limiting myself simply off a of belief that was given to me. Mm. And as an artist, you start to realize if you, keep a path and try to go down the path that you're talking about is you start to realize like you're realizing now that you the inspiration that comes to you is very unique mm-hmm. and that's the most beautiful part about it and right. if and the more you can get it out that looks like the the actual inspiration that comes to you mm-hmm. the more you can present that in its reality to other people the better it, it, it gets and i think if you are just on the block then at the very least, what you are showing is the lack of growth in understanding that there's more to that and probably things that are more important than that. Like you said, like giving the love and taking the love and and figuring those parts out as a person. And again, I say this and I know know you feel the same way. Easier said than done, for (laughs) sure. Right. For sure. I get that part. But fuck, I'm telling you, as someone who was believed those things before – Right on the other side of that pain of change mm-hmm. is amazing. It's bliss. It's bliss. It really is. Yeah. Because I was going through, like, again, you, a few weeks ago, you and I had a conversation. Yeah. And you, I was going through it, but it's weird because it's it was a me versus me yeah. going through it. I wasn't right, going right, right, through right. it with anybody. And I, as a matter of fact, everyone around me had just mad support and love. Mad like, love. We're, yeah. just, we're all, we show love to each yeah. other, right? So I'm over here tripping, tripping, tripping. And you said to me, like, bro, what you're doing is very unique. And like, duh, you're going through this. But it's like, I was going through just self-awareness, personal stuff. And then like creative uh, leaps and then new endeavors at the same time was just like, yo, this is... I was kind of tripping. I was tripping. It can get overwhelming, but though. It was very yeah. overwhelming and and stressful. But again, it, it, no outside yeah. for no reason. Really. Yeah. yeah, 
And now, like you said, once you get through it and you have to go through that because you have to, and I've heard you say this about like drugs too, mm-hmm. like, like mushrooms and DMT. Like yeah. you have to go in it. Yeah. You, if you feel anxiety, uh, anxious when you're like high, yeah. you don't it means just you need more. fall in, <laughs> but like fall into yep. it, embrace it. Yeah. Say not today. Cannot like I'm, this isn't going to happen yeah. today. Yeah. Right. But you have to get, once you get through that and accept that. Which which take the drugs away and just personal like yeah. accepting a lot of self stuff. Yeah, I'm it, not I'm it, not gonna go down that negative path no, today. No, yeah, it's not yeah. gonna it's gonna like it's not gonna beat you, me today. You're gonna feel weird. You're yeah. gonna feel some things. You've broke me down a lot of oh on like realization of stuff. Mm-hmm. And then once you get through it, you're like, <sighs> okay, now that is through. Man, the beauty of like amazing, what's in right? front. You feel yeah. lighter to yeah. me. To me, I feel lighter mm-hmm. when I resolve something when i admit something that i've not been trying to admit right when i get past that thing or when i just call myself out like man why did you say that that sounded stupid or why did you hurt that person you shouldn't have done that and resolving those resolving any situation because i again i think there is dude i can i can say this about um i just had pause one on the show Mm -hmm, yes dope 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 pauses uh uh i i i I mean, I care. I care about the dude a lot. I, I just think that he's a uh, somebody that hip hop needs. He cares so much. He cares about so much, culture, right? Bro. And because of that, I asked him on the show, "Are you happy?" Because I am concerned when my friends who are that passionate about things like, do you find happiness in? Because being that passionate means that you sometimes have to confront head on things that are not comfortable, and pause does it easily he he's Bro. confronted so many things head on he doesn't care he'll call shit out he'll say mm-hmm. it but at the same time as my, my friend like i don't necessarily want him to be the guy doing that because i don't want anything ever to happen mm-hmm. and i know he'd be like i don't i don't give a fuck like I'm going to just keep doing my, I have to be me. And I get, I get that so much. Like it's content through negativity. It's almost like a negative content. Right. Well, it, yeah, yeah. There's it. Cause it's, it's definitely not positive. Positive. Right. Yeah. Oh, that's weird. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's definitely not positive. Like in a positive way. Does it, can it end in a positive result? Sure. Yes. Mm-hmm. And that's mostly why he's doing it, but he's willing to like get bloody and muddy to do it. And it will be, it will, he's going, this is the get through. Yes. Right. On right. That other side, what we were saying earlier, that's the bliss. And he's, it's, it's there. It's yeah. There. He's going to do it. But yeah. I'm, I'm saying like the, the negative part is, yeah. As someone who cares right. about him, seeing someone going, yeah, I don't want it, that. Yeah. Like, like I've had friends who've dabbled with the idea of, and I won't say names of course, but I, I have friends and acquaintances who, who've dabbled with the idea of being like a, Charlemagne type character, uh, right? Where stirring the pot, yeah, yeah, stirs the pot, talks like that, and 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 in hip hop, let's be honest, that has become a thing. Um, we're cousins with with stand up comedy. Mm-hmm. That is always the dozens is is part of how hip hop started. Mm-hmm. It's always been there, yeah. but I don't want my friends being the guy who gets like socked in the middle of the street because somebody mm-hmm. was heard some shit that they thought. Because he was speaking his mind, they thought they could hurt him or whatever. And I also, and I also truly, truly believe, and I know you, you, we've talked about this. I truly, truly believe there's other ways to do it. There just is. Mm -hmm. And this is the part where I might butt heads with people who, who, 
who don't think this, but I think it's much harder to find ways around that confrontation and and but like even pause. It's harder to do that. It's way hard. I know, bro. I know how hard it is to like avoid those situations, mm-hmm. but to to find bliss without having to go through that right. is is something worth pursuing. I think. But like Paz said, if I can recall from yeah. the interview, he said he said himself, "There's no saving hip hop, right? Right. So if that's the gripe, yeah, you should you are not let it go, but also just retrigger the emotion toward it, right? Because yeah. if you're saying that. Hip hop can't be saved. You know what can be saved right. is your community. Right. right? Pause One has an individual yeah. community. Kill C Ray has an individual yeah, yeah. community. I have an individual I community, you. I right? Yes, yes. So like we can focus I agree. on and save that yeah. community and right and be that person. Because if he's if, yeah, if, if, he, if you're trying to save hip hop yeah, and that's that. your stress. Yeah, fuck that. And that's what's making you say, quote unquote, not happy or content. Yeah. Which that, he didn't say that. No, I know. But, yeah, I mean, yeah, right, yeah. but I know he had mentioned other people. And you were right. asking about friends, knowing yeah. people and being like, oh, yep. being content, right? And that's like the most they're going to be. I get you 100%. Um, and I agree. I agree. I agree with that. 100%. For me personally, once I got through my, and I'm kind of, you know, not say I'm not going through anything, but like I'm every day now just Dude, more focused. Is it or is it not? Mm-hmm. Let's just be on right now, you and I. Mm-hmm. Anytime you're quote unquote going through it, uh, is it or is it not? Anger or sadness, one of the two. Um, no, right? for it's me, some version. It, for me, it's like getting that stuff's like now, behind, like still on behind me, and, uh-huh. but it's holding on to the coat. So, what oh I'm no, doing no, is, I'm saying when you were going, oh, when through, I was, yeah, yes. it was a weird like. But I'm saying it's it's something that men, yeah, have a very hard time admitting, yeah, that it literally is you just being mad, uh-huh. right? Because you feel uncomfortable about something. Mm-hmm. There is no way. You just don't know how to deal with it. Bro, but that's what I'm saying. Like that part is, I feel is avoidable. This is why I feel it's avoidable. Totally. They've literally written books on it. Sure. Sure. Like it's, this is how the human mind works. If you're not, we, we all should be some level of happiness or contentment. We should all be consistently all the time. Mm -hmm. If that isn't happening, there is something wrong. Right. And I think in like, I, again, someone who's, who was born in the hood, who's lived most of his life in the hood. Mm-hmm. I know the hood mentality of like, yo, I'm going to just make the best for what I got. Right. I'm going to put, I'm going to put the million dollar Dayton's on the fucking Datsun. Right, right. Right. Like these are all mentalities that have, can help you at a certain time, but can you, should you grow out of those? Yeah. Yes. You should grow out of that. You should understand, Oh, the world's much bigger. Like mm-hmm. I don't even need the front on any level I can just be happy by doing what you said, by the way, just concentrating on what's right in front of you. Like for me, pause doesn't have to save hip hop because the fact that he's doing it means say hip hop is safe. Facts. The fact that he makes music, hip hop is good. Mm-hmm. We're good. And if it's only him, cool. Right. And that's what I'm saying. Right. I think if you can see it that way, then you don't really care about who's not doing it correctly or who's not who gives a fuck right because the reality is at the end of the day those people will not reap the benefits that you reap by you doing everything correctly they're not going to get it and they might get these little little boosts here and there and i think that's what frustrates pause so much that look at this person getting all this support and he's a bad person Mm. my thing is 
they always find out, dog. Yeah. Just let it go. In fact, put your hands behind your back, put your feet up and watch it. Trust right. me, it will sink. Right. Just, you might need a telescope to see when it sinks, <laughs> but it will sink and you will fly by mm-hmm. and you'll be fine. And that I trust that so much. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I always share that stuff with you, it's always coming from that part is that I trust that so much that if I see you in a place or when I saw you in a place, that's where that advice came from. It was literally like, you don't deserve to feel that way. Like you don't deserve any of that. Oh, what is I? I'm frustrated. I'm angry. You don't deserve that. Why? Right. You're a genuinely good dude. Like, yeah. so you're allowing yourself to get trapped into these, fo- and these focusing things. And the, and let's be uh, again, honest that the moral of the story is you are going to give that thing more attention. And a big part of it is, like you said it. Yeah. You said guys have a hard time admitting things. And that's a big factor universally. Yes. A lot yes. of stress is communication. Absolutely. Right. The inability to do it. Right. right. Yeah. Exactly. Communicating and clearly. And not feeling ashamed or not feeling. Right. Bro, how many times have we have, we talk about friends that mm-hmm. we have mutual that we're just like, why? Is he got to be tough all the time? Mm-hmm. Like, wh- like we've talked to him by ourselves and he's not that guy. Right. He's a different guy. Mm-hmm. And I get that that's a learned thing. Sometimes it's, it's over a long period of time. It takes time to break. Mm-hmm. But for sure, if you can turn it off, it can stay off. Absolutely. Right. If you can turn it off at any time, it can stay off forever and you don't need it. I mean, the hardest thing that we all go through is we, then this is a hard thing that people have to admit is. We do care what people think. Yeah, absolutely. A lot We're of people, social beings. People care what people think. Yeah. And people care how they are perceived. Yep. But that's one thing I've definitely worked on and like have really harnessed. And yeah. Um, which is also part of the bliss is like, uh, I, I don't have to worry about what's on the other side of the, the camera or you who's don't. in the chat room. Cause you can only gonna... give them what you're giving them. Right. And it's enough. Like, it's beautiful. And again, it's us not seeing the beauty in ourselves. Right. Like, you can only be what you, what you are. I mean, you can only give them what they see in front of them, right? Like, this is what it is. You can only be the best you you can be because there's only one of you. Yep. I can't be kill C Ray. I can't do kill C Ray as good as you can do. Yeah. And no one can do Gene Flow as good as I can do. So I have to be the best me that I can be. Yeah. And, and be a vine of energy. Like say like if I can spread something to the next person and then hopefully yeah. then they can take it and that's all I can then worry. I don't, not even worry is the right word. That's all I can do. Right. Is I can go, Hey, I'm going to share love because that's the human way. Yeah. Here you go. What you do with it, I can't. I yeah, can't even can't do think about it because I used to have a, a really, uh, actually, not used to. He's, he's still a really, really good friend of mine. This dude named Eugene Drummond mm-hmm. that I went to college with, and he gave me a lesson that has stuck with me my entire life. And it's been um, uh, never give something with expectation of getting anything back. Facts, right? And you'll be way happier. It's not even about them. Like mm-hmm. for you. You'll be happier if you're like, if someone's like, yo, let me, hey, can I use $20? Just assume that it's gone forever. Right. And then if it comes back, it's otherwise don't give it. Right. Because what you're doing is going, here's 20 bucks, but let me see if I can trust. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You're trying to manipulate the situation. Fuck that, dude. Mm -hmm. Don't give it. It's better if you just don't give it. Or the next time, for example, right? The next time, say you guys go get a drink 
and just hypothetically, yep. and you're like, oh, bro, can you get this? And they're like, nah, but bro, I gave you the 20 bucks that last yeah, time. What dude. the fuck? And, now, like, oh, that's so and gross. it just becomes weird. It's gross. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. and you're still, the, and you're trying to make the person feel like an asshole, but you're still the asshole because you, yeah, you gave the money you gave the and money. now you're throwing it in his face. Yeah. Because he, he didn't spot you on the beverages. Yeah, yeah, Right, yeah. right. So anyways, like, yeah, your point is on. That's, that's a it's, big one It's too. like the, uh, it's the whole idea of like, I was nice to them. How come they're not nice to me? And I was where you said you like you've corrected that in your life where you're like, I'm just nice. Like it doesn't matter what the fuck you do to me because you don't control me. Right. Yeah. That's super dope, man. Um, wait, let's talk a little bit about because I we get a lot of tech people who listen to crappy awesome. Uh What are you working on? What what are your tools at currently right now? And then what are maybe some of the other stuff that you like to play with or whatever? Musically? Musically. Production-wise. Um, so my main rig is my laptop. I kind of, I'm interchanging between my right. MacBook yeah, and yeah. my You're new, moving into a new apartment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Lenovo. Yeah. So I got the PC Mac Shout duo go, going on. Uh, Let's with get that my, sponsorship, Lenovo, <laughs> by the way. With my Ableton um, yeah. program and push. Push. The, uh, the drum it's not a. It would be a disservice to call it a drum machine. It's not a drum machine. It's a right. controller for Ableton with which, drum pads, with pads and yeah. knobs and a screen and buttons and yeah. all the goodies, gadgets. But what's dope about it is like you can literally start Ableton on your computer. Yeah. Put your computer to the side and not even have to look at the computer. So it's kind of like one step That's away dope. from a standalone. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I don't know if Ableton has plans to like create a stand. I know. Akai's been just pumping out new stuff yeah. and, and Native Instruments uh, put out a new standalone. So I don't know if Ableton's just kind of like, let's see what they've done. They're always the last. Ableton's yeah. always the one that's like, oh, we're going to watch everyone do first and then we're going to put out something. Yeah. Um, and you've been on Ableton. Have you been on Ableton most of your career? Or? No, I started in FL Studio for right on. 10, no, like in seven. Eight you still years. tinker with it? Yeah, yeah. I still have old stuff on there that I, just has been unused. So I'm yeah. like going back and. Sending those out or putting it on the new site that you know we can talk about. And, yeah. Um, but yeah, so right now I'm just Ableton strong with the push because push and unfortunately push is a controller that's only pr- pr- proprietary. Yeah. To Ableton. Yeah. Um, it can't be used with any other DAW. So. Yeah. But Ableton but is your your go to anyway. Go to. Do you when you record artists? What mic are you using? I have a Shure SM7B. Yeah. There you go. The go to. Everybody loves that fucking microphone. Yeah, and I just use a foc- I have a focus right interface, you know, a little two hundred dollar yeah. interface, and so I have a very like stable at home setup. It's yeah. nothing to like you know write home. That's also it. like very movable. Like you're, yeah. yeah, and it's just very twenty twenty one. I feel like nowadays, I'm not gonna say and go on and be like studios are played out. Right, because there's bands that need studios Absolutely. and there's groups and orchestras yeah. and, and sound scoring that still need bands. But if you're doing hip hop. You don't need to go to a studio, right? 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 Um, if you just want to invest like six hundred dollars, you can yeah. get a reasonable laptop, a and then it pays mic. itself off. Yeah, if you're putting in the work and you yeah. just release, like, just well, put, just the amount of time you would spend in a studio to do the amount of work you could do on a computer, facts, it pays itself off. Facts. You yeah. know how much time you can get at a studio? For, I mean, how little time you get at, for oh, six hundred bucks? So expensive. Now. Yeah. Yeah, and they have to. Uh, it's unfortunate they have to be that because nobody's using them that much. Okay, so, um, so you talked about setup. That's your setup, and and this setup people can watch it live when because you, you have now moved into the streaming world. Yes, of um, of the internet, and um, now I remember. Let's let's talk about 
pre this. I remember <laughs> going into this and I remember you having some issues with it as and you didn't really know if it was for you. You didn't know if it was something you wanted to do. I remember you constantly telling me, look, dude, I'm, I don't talk. I'm not a talker. I don't, re- I don't really want to talk in front of the camera. I don't want to see my, show my face. And I want people to know this because now they can see it and you're so good at it. Like, but this uh, originally, you literally did not want any part of it. You were like, no. I don't want to do the internet. Thing. I was cool with like the film. I feel so talking shop started as like a filmed show. Yep. So I took time to film it and edit it. But what I realized it as through all this. So what you said is facts, but on the record, yep. I was like, nah, I'm cool. I like the behind the scenes stuff. Yeah. I like being the guy, like the director, producer. Yep. <laughs> And you were like, no, you need to do a show, man. Like, you need to show people what you're doing. Yeah. And just be you, like, just show the process. And I'm like, yeah, I'm down. Let's do this. And so at first I'm like, okay, I'm going to film it and edit it. Cause, ooh, I was nervous. I'm like, I'm going to do this. And I was just doing it DIY. It's a one-man production. Right. You know? um, so I just set the camera. And I would just do, like, part by part. So I'd be like, hey, guys. And it'd be, like, this corny intro and... <laughs> You just go like, okay, now let's go here and let's go here. And it's, it was very like boxy. Yeah. Cause it, did uh, you feel like you were fighting it internally? Maybe like subconsciously you were like, well, cause I'm not, I, I can't, I, I don't want to get loose. Well, like, Cause I also didn't write a script. Yeah. So uh, I was just kind of like going. So I would like press yeah. record and walk into the front of the camera. Yeah. Hey guys, how's it going? And then like, I'm literally, uh, I, I, none of it was scripted. The, the, the music I chose to use, the, yeah, the, the it was words. all on the spot. Yeah, so I was finding the samples, finding the drums. So I was explaining stuff on the spot. Um, but what's interesting, so I was doing that, recorded, and I would edit it and put it out. Yeah, and I'd get feedback from people and who knew me and were like, "That's not you, though. <laughs> like, you seem so like again. I say boxy, like, uh, like Bob. Well, I Ross, call it like, yeah, exactly. I call you, it Bob Ross. Like you I said um, Orange Julius or what? No, no. What's his <laughs> name? The the wrestler. Uh, Oh, Cassidy, Orange, Orange Cassidy. Cassidy. Yeah, you said I walked up in there like I'm I was bring up a video of Orange Cassidy. Like I, we're gonna do a side by side. Yeah, but yeah, you would say like, bro, you walked in there like you were Orange Cassidy, like too cool for school. And that's when people say like I'm too cool for school. That's the last thing right. in my mind. Like too cool for school is more like too nervous for the show. Yeah, <laughs> and so then I was like, you know what? I'm going to just do it live. We're just going to get it stream. And I went and got a little webcam to be like my camera B for my, my main cam. You helped me set it up a little bit with like the visuals and we got it popping. And what's crazy is like now sitting here today, yeah, I'm like, man, doing it live. I thought I was going to be, and I was, if you go back to the first couple episodes of the live, I didn't talk. Yeah, there would be like twenty minute segments of me just like looking for a sound and <laughs> testing a beat and trying the drums and doing this, and I'd be like, "Okay, now I'm going to do this," and it was still kind of boxy. Yeah, because I was like, I don't know what to say. You're thinking too much. And yeah, yeah. And then we started getting more people in the chat and yep. some people getting involved, and that actually, man, believe it or not, I don't know if you get the same feeling, but mm-hmm. like, I feed Turns off me on, the chat, man. The chat is like drinking a five-hour energy oh yeah and i don't even drink caffeine that and like, it's almost immediate as soon as you look in the chat and they start talking mm-hmm. it's on you're like it feels yeah. like i'm having a cup of coffee and yeah. then everyone's like yeah and then they're everyone's supportive and i'm like because bro i used to be the king of like self-doubt and mm-hmm. like, i can't do this i don't know what i'm doing right 
But now I'm like, okay, cool. Tuesday nights, let's go. Gonna get you know, do my yeah, my stream. The, the people the in the communities tuning in. Man, like the, you can tell, people are like eating their dinner and watching it, or bro, having drinks. And yeah, like, yeah, it's wild. So it's super cool. And now it's like, man, I can't believe it. we're 20. I think next week's gonna be episode 22. Ooh. 22 episodes in. Wowzers. Uh, I hope you know we're gonna do this once a week. So 52 more episodes <laughs> this, this year, year at least. Yeah, you know, maybe there'll be some guest shots. You know? Nice and uh, but yeah, man, it's really dope. It's really dope. Yeah, and that's uh, talking chop, talking chop. Um, Tuesday nights, Tuesday nights, ten o'clock moving forward, ten o'clock moving forward. Okay, cool, cool, perfect. And um, talk a little bit about you got the website going now. Yes. Um, I want people to like go there and check that out and what and what they can look for there. And then also talk about projects you have on the burner because you have some exciting projects on the burner as well. Another show indeed, idea, indeed, indeed. So break it down. Uh, yeah, geneflowbeats.com. I needed yep. to make a hub for like all my stuff. So I have the podcast. Um, you can check out the latest podcast episodes. If you didn't catch it live, it's always on my site on the top. Um, it's got links to all the music. So if you're a Spotify user, Apple Music, um, uh, all that, yep. you know, you can access that. It's literally just a hub. And then if you scroll down, I have a beat store um, where cats can go on there. And if you need beats, that's how you can get beats. Or if you're trying to get some custom beats or exclusive stuff, you can always hit the, um, the sign up on the bottom. Yep. And then, you know, catch the emails or hit me, hit the message, yeah. hit me on the message. And please come correct. Man, please. If you hit me with the, let's build trust, bro, you're not even going to get a response. <laughs> like, don't just, it's, if even, if even you just wrote, hey, what's up? My name's Kevin. Yes, way like, better. I'll just be oh, like, that's what up, better. Kevin? That would be a, that would be refreshing. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Like, hi, how are you? Hey, how are you? Like, cool, got you. You know what I mean? And again, it's not about me. It's just about how to communicate. And I'm not trying to be communication coach, believe me. Right. But like, we all know etiquette. Come on, we're not going to act. If you're listening or watching to this, watching this, don't act dumb and be like, oh, what is he talking about? Yeah. No, you guys know what we're talking about. Right. Etiquette. Right. Yeah. Human etiquette. Think about it this way. I, I like it this way. For If you're a listener, why is that important? Because if you are to create a song, and let's just say you're the greatest, so you're going to create the greatest song with the greatest rapper, and you want to build a relationship, and that song is going to blow up, and it's going to go around the world, wouldn't it be cool to have like a really, really good relationship with that artist so you can continue to work and mm-hmm. have all those things? Well, also- and that never starts with like, yo, I'm the dopest, give me that beat, or like, hey, your beats need to be under my raps. You never, I've seen that one. You never go into a job interview and sit down and say, give me the job. Yeah, exactly. You say, hi, my name is X, Y, and Z. Exactly. These are my, this is my background. This is what I've done. This is what I can bring to the table. This right. is exactly what you do at a job interview. So Absolutely. why would it be any different? People always just think that. Otherwise, why are you hitting up somebody who treats this like a job? Right. Right? Right. If they're hitting you up and you're like, no, this is, this is what I want to do. This is my thing. Mm-hmm. They better be, they better at least feel the same way. Right. And please you know? believe, like, okay, we're all artists, entertainers, mm-hmm. you know, creatives, right? And we may be away on video and all this stuff and maybe put a, a not a character, but like, you're entertaining. Yeah. Right? But please believe your favorite artist goes into a boardroom or a meeting with a company or a brand supporting. He's shaking their hand. Hi, I'm so and so. Nice to meet you. They're not like, yo, yo, what's up, dog? Yeah. Blah, 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 <laughs> I'm in the corner. Right. No. Nah, I mean, some people have a, a, their attitudes and some yeah. people are abrasive, but you know, trust the ones who are successful 
know how to be in different rooms. You right. Know what I mean? And that's that's big, dude. Uh you know who told me that? Uh who I I had a lesson on Crappy. I think I wanna say it was Scoop DeVille when he was on Crappy Awesome. Mm-hmm. Said no, young D, oh. the, who's now Demrick. Um he he was on an early episode of Crappy Awesome and he said be real told him the most important lesson ever was that you need to be able to sit in the rooms with the people who signed the checks and not make them feel uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's something all that's that's something all up for me. For somebody again who grew up in my neighborhood, I knew exactly what the fuck he was talking about when he said you got to make the people who sign the checks comfortable. You need and to at least be that type of person. That doesn't mean kissing ass, right. by the way, but at it, all. Zero. It doesn't also mean to be fake. You can still no. be you. Be no. you. Walk into a room, but like you know when you're clowning and you know when you're being a little extra. Like you yeah. can tone that part down, but still be you. And then, you know, look at the end of the day, if you're looking for at least investment or people to put time into you or money into you, again, they're evaluating all these things because. I get the perfect example. Like I said, if you're a producer and there's a rapper and that producer feels like they might have to spend time around you, you should be cool because they're not going to want to do that otherwise. Uh, who, who told me, was it Noah or somebody told me, you know, like I've always, I've used it a lot on the show. Like, uh, it's, it's, I pretty much only want to work with somebody I could, I don't mind being on a bus with. Like a tour bus. Right. Or being on, yeah, being on tour. That's you, no, that's, that, that is who I want to work with right now at this point in my career. I don't, I don't care how dope you are. I don't care what shit you have. Mm-hmm. If you're, if I, if you can't be with me on the bus and we can't be cool and chill, then I don't, I don't it's just not worth it to me. Right. Especially, you know I mean? yeah, no one has time for that. No. Especially because nothing good's going to get made. Right. And, you know and then, I mean? then it would, once say for like the first leg of the tour, you start that you're like, ah, okay, there's drama. Yep. The rest of the tour. Oh my God. It's, it gets bad. Right. Dude, I've been on those tours. I've been on, a, I can remember one tour. I won't mention it, but I've been on a tour where like literally I was almost in tears by the end of the tour because I wanted to kill somebody so bad. Yikes. Just, and it, and it started just as little things that wouldn't get addressed and just got bigger and bigger. And dude, when you're living in tight quarters, yeah, you know what I mean. You're People in cars, smelling, smelling, no showers. Like, yep, it can be. People bad. are hungry. I'll tell you this right now: if you're on tour, don't smell. <laughs> That's a big one. Make sure you're like, occasionally smell your armpits. Make sure you good. To take care of all that. And when it comes to money, don't be the last person reaching in your pocket when people when the group needs some shit. Right. That's the wackiest. Just play shit. your part. Play your role. Play your part. Exactly. You know, every, if there's five people, expect five pitchings. Yep. You know what I mean? And everyone, exactly. Everyone needs to be. Bro, there. I've been on tours, and I actually, I'll talk. I'll tell you off air. Yeah, we we might <laughs> we might go in weird. <laughs> That's another, yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, so yeah, the website though. The website. We um, but yeah, that's that. Okay. Um, so and then you, this can go year, there, go to the tangent, go to the tangent. Twenty twenty one is expecting what from Gene Flow? If Gene Flow had to say, "Yo, this is what's coming this year," there's some projects I'm working on with yep. some artists. Um, shout out to the homie PCH. Yes. Um, shout Super out to my dope. brother Roots. Yeah, we got some shit popping this year. Um, I got some tracks with the homie Sham Black. Woo! Um, which every every time we we link up, it's a vibe. Yeah. Sham is dope. He's he's one of those artists that like are you're gonna bring a vibe. Like yeah. he's, he bring he walks into the room, it's a vibe. I know? feel like Sham just gets it. Yeah. Yeah. Um I don't I got some stuff that I can't necessarily talk about. Yep. Um but 
yeah, more more music, more music, um, more talk and chop. There's another podcast that's in the works. Yeah, um, that's like that. right around the corner. Can we leak at least the, the idea? Tell them the idea. Like producer radio. Yeah, that's not the title, but that's the concept. Yes. So we get a lot of shows and a lot of playlists and a lot of podcasts that are song centric. Yeah. Right. So they're showcasing the artists and playing playlists of artists. Um, but I'm putting together a producer radio show, so it's going to be just dope. Um, some people can either submit their yep. beats or their instrumentals, or and we can curate. play curate it. Um, uh-huh. I may go and just kind of pick some stuff that I see throughout the week on via Instagram, or if I'm scrolling through Spotify or something, like find new artists, you know, I'll drop it on there too. But it's just going to be producer centric. Um, yeah, man. So if you got and then occasional guests. Producers coming through, right? Definitely, definitely. We're going to have some producers doing some live sets, um, either live in studio or via Zoom calls. You know. By the way, I have a challenge for you on that one. I think you need to book because I just, dude, I'm, I'm, I'm doing some remixes for the album coming out. By the way, Gene's on my all over my album. Um, uh, I'm doing some remixes, and Parker out of nowhere goes, "Hey, let me remix that," and I was like, "What? You, you produce?" And he's like, "Occasionally." And I was like, "What?" Yeah, I was like, "I need to tell Gene. Gene, I want to. I want to see a Parker night, a, a producer night with Parker on your show. Let's go. Because I got, I got to see that. I don't even believe. I still don't even believe it. Right. I think he's just bullshitting me. Yeah, but, yeah. but he says he produces sometimes. So I want to see that. That's gonna be super dope. Um, do you know when? When are you thinking? Is there a timeline? When can people expect that? Before summer? After summer? During summer? It might be closer to summer. So closer to summer, cool. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'm still doing some some development on that, and yeah, I'm just I'm riding the talking chop wave right now. That's um, right. That's right. Because that's still it's just it's still my baby. It's still, it's still new, it's still growing. So yeah, you said 22 episodes. Yeah, we're about we're 21 in. Yeah. 22 next week. Blackjack, baby. Bow. Yes, yes, sir. So um, it's a good run. It's a good vibe. Last year was. I'm just trying to get, do do more. And not in the sense of like, God, do way do more. more. I'm not putting any pressure. No. Um, I just see, I kind of just see what's going to be happening. Yeah. And it's easier to like look at it now that, again, I got through the personal stuff. I got through the, the masquerade of bullshit. That's big. Um, and now things are clear. So now that things are rolling, again, like you said, there's projects. Uh, I guess I could say, oh, yeah, I have some beats on Kill C Ray's new album. You that's, absolutely do. Uh, going to be coming yeah, out. hits on my album. So, you have the title track, Simple. There we go. On the, that's how it all started with that beat. There's also, um, I don't know if we can talk about in depth about uh, the new endeavor of Invisible Ponchos. Oh, who, yeah, uh, yes. The, the, the Never Seen Unseen. Yes. Um, which are the Invisible Ponchos. Right. That's um, So the first time uh, Gene and I, Gene, by the way, I credit, dude, I credit you so much to other people. I've, I've said it on this show a bunch of times. For, um, I think it's, I have never found someone that I work with as good as you. Mm, wow. Ne- like, like I've never, I've never had that like synergy with somebody. I've never been, it's always been some sort of thing where I'm just like, uh, I don't feel, I can't get creative with this person uh-huh. where with you, how many times, I mean, bro, how many times have we been together working on something and the, and the phrase say less Mm-hmm. comes out right Bro. like every like the beginning of every sentence is almost like wait 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 say less I got, yeah. you. I got you and that's what I'm saying I, I don't being 
having that I've done this for as long as I have, um, which is quite some time. Um, I just know how rare that is. I appreciate that. So I, that sue, I, I appreciate you. If I don't say it enough, I appreciate you so much. Um, and I, and I do credit you to sparking some shit. Yeah. I always say you and the homie Nemi, Nemi, Nemi caught me outside of hip hop wins one time and was just like, bro, you rap. You need to get back to it. You need to show these motherfuckers. You need to utilize some of you, the stuff that you've been doing for you uh-huh. and stop just doing it just for other people. Right. Um, and I was like, yeah, that's dope. And, and it's one thing getting inspired like that, but actually having the musical, the music to go with that mm-hmm. is something completely different. It's a whole nother game. And you brought, you ushered that in for me. So I think that's Man. super dope. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Fuck. Man, that's, that's heavy. Um, Ah, it's light. <laughs> um, go, uh, guys. I want you f- to follow Gene underscore Flow on everything. This is my this is my man's right here. This is my hey. dude. Hey. Um. Uh. And then go over to GeneFlowBeats.com. Um. And just start running those. Run those numbers up for us if you can. You know what I mean? That'd be cool. Um. Uh, there's a lot of stuff we're gonna put on that website as time goes on. Is more of Gene Flow stuff. Um, and I think that you're going to like what's coming in the future. I- I've heard some of the projects that he's talking about, by the way, super dope. That, uh, the one with you got, you got with P is dope. Like yeah. that shit is. That's going to be something different, bro. Yeah. And I, I'm excited about that. Cause I think people will get to see another, like another layer of what you do. You know what yeah. I mean? Like what's crazy is like, I know we talked about it earlier about focusing on working with artists who are being uplifting and positive and not about that, like, uh, I don't want to call it negative because everyone has their life, you know. Right. And that's the one thing I, I noticed. And I it's think not it's, negative. Right. It's literally just a lack of wanting to address the unhappiness. Sure, <laughs> you know what I mean. Like, but like these pro- the, with the PCH project, you're gonna see some, some, some shit. <laughs> I don't know. I can't even put a word on it. And then with the Roots project, that's just gonna be love. Like roots. literally from like beginning to end, yeah. it's literally just gonna. I be love like, Roots. You're gonna sit down and be like, yeah. Yeah, I should, I should, I should, I should just love. <laughs> I like, should get out of bed right now. And just be happy go and, and love myself and love my like, family and my, my, my life. And that's super dope. Yeah. So that's every day working with him. That's my bro from day one, A1, bro. Like, yeah. Roots and I go back. To, I met that do guy. We, do we have a timeline on that? Is that in the work? Or, well, we're, basically, how, where are you at with the project? We're, everything is still being recorded. Yeah. We're still working on that. Um, visuals will be, will be accompanying with the yeah. audio. Don't, definitely. There's no, I don't think I'm going to do any audio this year without a video. Gotcha. Whether if, even if it's an instrumental, I hear you. Like if I'm doing to do a beat, you want tape, some sort of visual. Attachment. There might be a, a gene flow beat tape. It might Ooh, be, there might be a, 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 yes, this like unreleased. That's what we need. Release. We need that gene. Yeah. We need that. That so needs to come out. I want to, well, I want a beat. I want a legitimate beat tape though. Yeah, I want yeah, a tape yeah. from gene. Yeah, we're gonna go. We're gonna do. It. We might throw it back to the old mixtape days where we get a DJ to host. Wowzers! It. Now yeah. you're talking. So it'd be fun. I always love that. Me too. DJ drama. drama. Yeah, that's how I was gonna say drama. Gangsta grooves. Yeah, that was like my favorite. That was my favorite. That was my favorite too. Yeah, um, so. bro, I think that uh, I think you got a great year coming. Um, oh, by the way, that's crazy. Is I don't know when this is coming out. By the way, not this episode, but I'm saying what I'm about to say next. Uh-huh. But I am going to say because uh, he has publicly said it. I think he said it on the show. But Noah James has like a Gene Flow song somewhere tucked away that he's waiting for on a project. I know Whoa. that. He's got Gene Flow beats. Um, so I know there's other like artists out there. 
Uh, about to get a, about to get a pack to over to Tumex as well. So who knows what's about to happen? Imagine a Gene Flow Tumex. Yikes! Yikes! The world might stop. I don't know. I don't know what we'd be able to take that. Yeah. But uh, yeah, man, thank you so much, dude, for coming on. <laughs> Appreciate it. You met, you finally graduated to Crappy Awesome. You're a, gra- you're a Crappy Awesome alum. My favorite gift right now is the little boy who's like, yes, like, yes, that's you right now. Yes, and yeah. uh, I think that uh, I got to run it. Down. I got to give you the rundown first. Now that you're a Crappy Awesome alumni, of course. Uh-huh. I mean, granted, you're also a platform collection yes. down by law, but. The doors open to you always now on Copy Awesome, so you can come through to promote anything you want anytime, or just come to chat. Sometimes we like to just chat about aliens and and and. I'm gonna get a leather crazy ma- stuff. I'm gonna get like a Leatherman jacket, right? That yes. says like CA on Whoa. it, and then every time I appear, I'm just gonna add a star, like how they did in like college. Like you get a like little bro. Thing. You just gave me an idea. <laughs> you might get. You might be the first one who sets off the guest of the year award. Oh. And maybe that should be the award is a letterman's jacket. Cause we always call them crappy awesome alum. Uh huh. Oh man. Uh huh. So get, so by the way, vote this one up right now. So Gene <laughs> can be in the running. <laughs> you know what I mean? The odds. Yeah. Either way, I mean, the door's open. So you can just run your numbers up if you want. Yes, sir. But, Appreciate uh, it. Thank you so much, man. This was super dope. Long overdue. Long overdue, my friend. Um, but yeah, I just wanted to come through and share, share some love. That's yes, my. Sir. That's what I'm on, man. Just sharing love. I took it. I mean, if you'll hear me say this a lot, and through my podcast, yep. through Instagram, like, of course, Biggie said, you know, show love. That's the Brooklyn way. I just say show love. That's the human way. Yeah. Like, we all just. That's that's the core. You know, what I mean, let's communicate clearly to our people, right? Because everyone's like, oh, they're down, they're down. I'm down for you. I'm down for you. Are you? Yeah. What does that mean? Be. Yeah. You know, do it. Say it by your actions. <laughs> say it by your actions. No. No. Do it. And say it right with your actions. With your actions, yep. and uh, and yeah, man, just just spread that again. I, and I'll say this too: I just want to be a vine. Like if you're watching this and you're having a down day, let me be a vine. Have a good day. Everything's Dope. gonna be blessed. You're too blessed to be stressed. And yeah, man. Thank you, brother. Um, guys, follow everything Gene underscore Flow at uh, Instagram. Um, and uh, guys, thank you so much for tuning in. This is what we give you here. Heartfelt conversations. You learn a little bit. If you're a producer, you learned a shit load today. I, I know for me, I always loved the interviews where you could hear the personal journey and then learn from those journeys. And I think this is a dope one to have. It's dope to have Gene in the catalog now. So you can always go to uh, Platform Collection, type in Gene Flow, and it'll bring up all his stuff, the stuff that he's done with me, other artists that's posted at Platform Collection. Go there. Also, buy some gear. I take hip-hop personal Amazing clothes over there at platformcollection.com. There's a, a dope Run DMC platform. Did you see that, Gene, by the way? I didn't. Yeah, there's, yeah, there's like a, a Run DMC, play off the Run DMC with a platform thing. It's super dope. Oh, yes, the PLTF. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah uh-huh. I, lo- I love that one, man. So, guys, go there, um, and we'll see you guys uh, soon. Cover your mouths. Don't be dicks. You know how we do it. See you next time.